Welcome to the Bold and Balanced Mama podcast, where we will learn how to cultivate a lively, fierce, fun, and unashamed motherhood. We see it everywhere, this culture of a burnt-out mom being the norm. This hot mess mom running on fumes is not the life we were called to live. We are meant to thrive as women who run after God first and then pour into our family from a full and well-cared-for heart, soul, and body. We see every other mom doing it all, yet most of us deep down are struggling to be it all. There is balance as a mom. I don't believe it is a myth, but that will look different for all of us. And there is a healthy way to do this without running ourselves to the ground trying. We will be talking all things health, wellness, mindset, and pursuing what God has for us in the season we're in. I can't wait to chat with you. So grab a cup of coffee or a matcha or listen while you're doing the dishes or folding the many loads of laundry, mama. This is your host, Caitlin Martinez. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. I am pumped you're here. Thank you. Thank you so much, friend, for taking the time on this Monday or whatever day you're listening to this to put me in your earbuds and to listen to what I have to say. And I was praying this morning, Lord, I'm kind of at a loss. I don't know what to speak about today. And I look back at my last couple of weeks and you guys keep messaging me about the exact same topic. So here I am sharing all about burnout. It is a real thing. And I think it's more common today on a different level. And we don't talk about it because let's be real. I don't know about you, but friend, when I scroll Instagram, a lot of what I see, most of what I see, let's say 95% of what I see is people totally killing it. They're killing it. They have the perfect nails. They have the gorgeous thick hair. They have a beautiful skin with no pimples. They also are super skinny and are running this multi-million dollar business without burning out. But you know what the truth is, sister? The truth is behind the scenes, they're probably struggling. They just don't show that. The truth is most of these women are hustling so hard that their adrenals are burned out. And I see it all the time. I see them really burning out. There's a lot of hustlers and entrepreneurs, moms, non-moms, whatever they are in their sphere of life or stage of life. But I see them doing really well. And then I see their health like come crashing down. And that was me. That's been me many times. You talked about this on the podcast before. And you think that healing is all the way up, that healing goes up, 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 and that you're never going to get sick again, especially when you have Hashimoto's or an autoimmune disease, or you've dealt with adrenal issues or thyroid issues or whatever illness you're struggling with, digestive issues like me. You think you're out of the, the clear, like you're, you think you're good. You think you have totally made it when you've healed your gut and you've done all the work. And this can relate to anything in your life, friend, anything, but you're not. 
you are susceptible, that's a big word, susceptible to being sick again, because that is the world we live in. That is the fallen world we live in. And I think that when you scroll Instagram or you read these self-help books, that you're supposed to think you're invincible, that you're superhuman, and that you can mentally overcome anything. And so we have this state of mind in today's world that we have to buck up and we can't be sick. It's all in our head. And that's just not the truth. And I think over time, friend, it's just suppressing and putting a band-aid on what's going to happen. Let me tell you my story of what happened recently. I felt great. I felt awesome. I had a lot of energy. And if you know anything about your cycle, the first part of your cycle, the first two weeks of your cycle, um, rather your week of your period is when you start your first, like the first year cycle. Okay. Bear with me. I'm going to school for this stuff, but what I'm learning is that phase is good. Like the first week, your period's probably pretty crappy. It's not, it's not normal. It's common. Anyways, I'm getting into all the details, but after that, you start to feel really good because your hormones are rising. And so you start to feel amazing and like a superhuman. And then you peak at ovulation and you're like, oh my gosh, I am the sexiest woman ever. And you want to bang your husband. And I hope you have earbuds in for this one. And you want to do all the things you want to do the best workouts for like extended periods of time. And that was me. Um, on my period, it's not too, too bad. This time around, it wasn't especially. And so I started to feel good and I started to increase my workouts and doing like back-to-back workouts, like an hour and a half. And they were pretty intense. And I just kept doing it because I was like, oh my gosh, this is addicting. And my body became addicted to the cortisol and whatever that is. And then I started like eating more, eating more foods. And I know probably weren't like agree. They weren't, they weren't unhealthy by any means, but my body doesn't necessarily agree with them. But I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm going to eat it. I'm good. And I kept overeating because I was working out so much that my stomach just couldn't handle the load. Long story short, on top of all of that physical stress, because yes, that is stress. Even if you're exercising because it's healthy and you're eating healthy food and amount, that's a good amount of food for you. Your body is different and it may not be ready to handle all of that. Okay. So you do the exercises and the healthy food and the overeating or whatever it is. And then what happened was I started scrolling Instagram and I was like, I feel amazing. I can run this business. I can do all the things on Instagram. I can do all the reels every day and I can. So then I start scrolling and scrolling for ideas and then I get like sucked in to the gram. They make it so addicting. Like really, for example, I was looking at wedding rings because I lost my wedding ring back before my engagement ring when I was about to have my oldest so he's nine. So a long time ago, I've never had another engagement ring. So I was scrolling and of course all the cookies come out and on, on the phone, not the literal cookies. And so I get all these ads and it just over and over and over again. And it like sucks you in. It's meant to suck you in Instagram, the internet, Facebook is meant to stuck you in, stay on that platform. Bye, bye, bye. And purchase all the things so you feel better. So it was like this cataclysmic storm of crap. 
And it was, Caitlin, you're not skinny enough. Buy these nails. Buy this ring. You have to have this supplement. You have to have this hair product. You have to look this good and do this workout. Oh, and on top of that, you have to run this business, doing all this marketing with all these freaking hashtags. And it was exploding. And what started happening? I started snapping at my kids. I was having major fatigue. Like the other day I had to take a nap and that never happens to me. And I had a lot of caffeine that day. Then my stomach started cramping up again. And if you know my history, I've had bad digestive issues and you guys are messaging me like, that's me. I'm in, I'm burnt out. And, oh my gosh, Caitlin, every time I eat something, my stomach hurts and that's not normal. Maybe it's just what I'm taking, but really it's not. Friend, digestion goes because your body is under stress. And so I'm here to tell you today that burnout is real and you are not immune to it. And it takes mental, so much mental work and physical work to prevent burnout. How do you prevent burnout? You learn your cycle. Okay. First two weeks of your cycle, probably during your period, you're not feeling the hottest. So like work out less, like don't do as much there. Do yoga and do, um, light strength training, but not intense stuff. Whatever it is, I wouldn't do a lot of running and jumping, all that kind of stuff. That's the beauty of not teaching classes anymore is I can cater to my lifestyle. Anyways, that was a side note, right? Then do the workouts that feel good for you, that listen to your body. If you're like me, I used to be so addicted addicted to the exercise and the schedule and the regimen of I have to do body combat this day and attack this day. And I have to do pump three times a week or more if I have to, in order to keep this in muscle and to look this good and be this strong. If not, I'm not going to look this good. And if not, I'm going to lose my strength. And so I would just like, I was a slave to the schedule. Are you a slave to your schedule? Are you a slave to the habits that you have because we were habitual humans. And are you a slave to that? And then it's making you sick. Are you a slave to the adrenaline or the praise that you get because you look so good? You've lost so much weight, but it took so much freaking work in every area of your life and sacrifices that it's not even worth it because you're so sick now. Is it? Is it worth it? Is it worth this burnout? Because you said yes to everything that came across your plate. Is it worth it to stay up until one o'clock in the morning and build a business that brings home six or seven figures? Only to realize that your thyroid and adrenals and digestion are shot. Is it worth it, friend, to eat and eat and eat only to feel so sick? Or is it worth it that you starved yourself so much? You probably intermittent fasted and you're like, I'm not hungry. I'm not going to eat. It's two o'clock. You haven't eaten anything. Is it worth it? Like, are you sitting down? Are you slowing down enough to ask yourself, is all this stuff worth it? I made a post the other day in the end, like Jesus doesn't care what size you are, how much money you made. He doesn't. 
He wants to know that you lived your life well. I hope you hear me. I hope you hear that God wants you to live your life well, to bring him glory to that you may decrease and he may increase. But in this world, in this Instagram, in this Facebook world, it screams, you have to look good and you can't offend anybody and you have to be perfect no matter what it takes in life, no matter how many sacrifices you have to make, you just do it. So many people have this world on the media and this face that says, I look so good and I have all my crap together. But on the inside, they're alone and they're struggling and they're dying and they're hurting and they're going to alcohol or food or pornography or sex or whatever it is to numb the pain or exercise. I want you to hear this. Jesus wants more for you. He wants more than what this world is saying. And guess what? It's not going to get better. We're only going to become more digitalized. We're only going to become just pushed further away from Christ unless you make a solid effort to stop running the rat race. So you're like, Caitlin, I get it. I get it. You're like screaming at me and you're saying I shouldn't do this and this and this and this and this. I know. I know. And my stomach is so hurting and I feel like garbage, but I just, I'm just addicted to it and I don't know where to stop. So this is what I'm doing. After my burnout last week, and it just came crashing at a wall. There was a major sale with Beauty Counter and I had a business to run. And God said to take a step back. It didn't feel authentic to me. I was really struggling mentally. My business kind of like declined that last month. And I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that. Because it keeps showing me that I'm about to start school and things are about to pick up. 20 plus hours a week of school plus homeschooling and running a home and being by myself days at a time. So anyways, that's about me, not about you. What am I what have I done? What did I implement starting recently that have helped me? I backed off on exercise. I'm about to start my period, so I'm in the second half of my cycle and not feeling the the most like energetic. And that's okay. That is your progesterone rising. That's where it should be. The second half of your cycle should be your progesterone and then your estrogen is low. So estrogen is not bad. We always hear about estrogen dominance, but estrogen, estrogen is not bad. Estrogen is your super hormone. It helps you lift weights. It helps you build muscle. It helps you feel good. Um, so progesterone is helping you like calm down. So your body is naturally being calm the second part of your cycle. And I don't want to be around people. I don't, I just don't. And I'm very introverted and my kids take a lot out of me. 
let me go back to saying that. My kids don't take a lot out of me. I invest time in my kids and energy in my kids because I homeschool them. You see how I did that? I reframed my wording. Reframe your wording. My kids make me so mad. They are driving me crazy. No, honey. Mama, you are letting them drive you crazy. You are letting them bother you. What is the root issue? That is a whole other podcast. I'm going down a rabbit hole. Eh. Let's get back to what I'm doing. What I have done is starting to go to sleep, go back to up to my room at nine o'clock. It's easier on nights when Nick is not here, but you know, I do my best. So I turn off my phone like an hour before bed. So no screens. I'm in my room. I lower the lights. I always have my blue light blocking glasses on at nighttime. I've been trying to do an oil, a castor oil pack every night or every other night. The night that Nick has gone and do it. And what is that castor oil pack? I posted about it the other day and it's very, very, very good for your liver, for detoxing liver. It's also good for like, if you have um, joint pain or other pain, stomach pain, it's really good for that. So the nights where I was having flare-ups with my stomach, then I would do this. I know my liver needed some love and my gut needed some love. So the best thing to do is right before you go to bed, you soak, there's a castor oil pack that I ordered off Amazon. It has like a flannel, organic flannel, the right kind of castor oil and it has some wipes to help wipe off off your stomach because the castor oil is pretty messy. So I lay on my floor and my legs up on the bed. That is very calming for the body. It helps the liver detoxify better, helps you to relax before better. It makes it's a game changer for you. I put lavender and frankincense and cedar wood um, essential oils on the castor oil on the pack. I soak the flannel with castor oil and I put the, the flannel on my belly and I make sure that most of it are is covering my right top side. My liver is. So I lay down, I put the castor oil pack on me with the essential oils. The flannel is soaked. Then I put some parchment paper on top. It's like a barrier. On top of the parchment paper, I put a heating pad. And I lay there for at least 30 minutes up to an hour and just relax. I listen to an audiobook. Um, I know it's on my phone, but listen to an audiobook. I'm not scrolling Instagram or doing anything. I'm just relaxing. I lay there before bed. Um, but before that, I usually do a Epsom, an, an Epsom salt bath. I put a ton of Epsom salt, which is great magnesium to help you stay calm, muscles, all the different things. So I do Epsom salt, I do cedarwood, lavender, all the calming oils in the bath, and I get it super hot and I'm sweating like 20 or 30 minutes in the bathtub. Then I do the castor oil pack. This is all self-care that's like super critical for you. So I do the Epsom salt bath. I read, I have low lights, I um don't don't do candles, those are toxic. And then I go to the castor oil pack and then I get in bed. I read a nonfiction book and I go to sleep. I do breath work. When I'm doing the castor oil pack, I deep breathe through my nose, in and out of my nose. I hold my breath eight seconds at the top after I inhale and I exhale longer. This is so good to reduce stress, to bring back homeostasis. I think that's a word. I'm going to school for this stuff. Bear with me. This is just helping you be calm and be ready for bed. There's apps like Breathwork. It's a really good app that helps you do it, but I've just learned that that's the timing of it. So then I have done my skincare. I do beauty counter skincare every single night, every single morning. I love it. And then I brush my teeth and I go to bed. 
the things that I'm taking at night to help me sleep because my stress is so high that it's affecting my sleep because my liver is not working properly. That's affecting my sleep. My hormones are off. That's affecting my sleep. It's horrible because you need better sleep to balance all this stuff out, but your sleep is horrible. Sleep juice by Organic Olivia. I'll link to this in the show notes. It's been awesome. I take it an hour before bed and then right before I go to sleep. Also take magnesium before bed. I take two um, or one, depending on how much magnesium I had that day and how much stress I was under that day. And then I put essential oils on me and in a diffuser. There is plenty of different um, blends that Plant Therapy has, doTERRA, Young Living, Revive is a new company that's really great. And I just do like a sleep like roller on my feet and on my chest and I go to bed. This has been so good for me. Along with really getting into the word every morning before I start school. And it's diving into, um, I'm doing a study in Ephesians right now um, with Chosen. It's a Chosen is a title. Daily Grace Co., I'll put this in the show notes as well, is the devotional company. They have a ton of them. And I went and purchased a ton of them when they had a $5 sale. So I got that done. I love it. It's, it's simple. It's not super in-depth, but it's really getting you going. And, and then I journal and I pray and I seek the Lord what he has for me. Listen, it's not easy to do the work, but it's worth it. And you could say, oh, that's so hard to eat and make time for yourself at night and do all that. Cause it, like, the nightly routine takes like an hour and a half. I don't have that kind of time. I have stuff to do at the end of the night, but you prioritize what's important to you. Just like you spend money on what's important to you. You spend time on what's important to you. And I really encourage you to think, what is your end goal? Do you want to feel good again? Because you may be eating a ton of healthy food like I was, but if you're not digesting it, you're not getting the absorption, the, the minerals, the nutrients, the macro, the micro nutrients. You're not absorbing any of it. If you're not sitting, taking care of yourself while you're eating and breathing and not looking at Facebook or anything else, you're not digesting your food. If you're not getting enough quality sleep, if you're not taking care of the one body and mind that you're given, the one life you have, it's not worth it. Yeah, it may look all glamorous on Instagram and all those filtered and preset pictures and beautiful homes and but all that's going to fade. All of it's going to fade. Our body's going to get saggy and not tight looking even though we can do all the anti-aging and botox and plastic surgery, it's not going to work. Jesus wants your heart. He wants your mind, your time. He wants you to take care of yourself so you can pour into others, to pour into your family, your business. If you have one, your marriage comes first. Like I talk about all the time on this podcast, bold and balanced. You can't be bold and balanced if you're not taking care of yourself. I love you. I'm proud of you. I know that Jesus loves you. He loves you so much. In a world that is so topsy-turvy and 
selfish, and vain, and easily offended. Jesus loves you. He wants to spend time with you. So I hope that you take those actionable steps away, that you spend time with the Word, spend time with your, your Creator, take time for yourself to take care of your body, and slow down, rest. I hope that you don't get to a place where your body is screaming at you with all the digestion issues and hormonal issues and sleep issues like I did. I, I hope that you don't get to that place. I'll be diving in more and more and more as I start learning more about this. I start school in a couple of weeks to become a nutritional therapy practitioner. So podcast may take a little, little bit of a turn on what I'm learning, but I'm really excited to share that stuff with you. I really appreciate you coming on and listening to this, and I hope you have a fantastic week. I love to hear from you. Please message me on Instagram or Email me if you're on my email list. I want to hear from you. What what can I do and talk about, address on this podcast for you? What do you want to hear more about? What are you struggling with? Where is a, a hard issue in your life? You're like, man, I need some truth spoken into that. Biblical truth, not just self-help truth. Have a fantastic week. And I... We'll see you, and I'll see you, I will talk to you next time on the Bold and Balanced Mama podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I would love to hear from you. Would you do me a favor? Would you hop over on Facebook or Instagram and send me a message? I want to hear what you loved about this week's episode and how it impacted you. Then, if you did love it, can you hop over on Instagram and share in your stories this episode and tag me in it? I will be sure to share it on my stories as well. Last thing, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss an episode. I'll be dropping one every Monday. I appreciate it. Until next time.